Welcome to Postscript. I'm Beth Capello. And I'm Christina Ziders. Today we're talking All Creatures Great and Small, Season 2, Episode 6, Home Truths. And we have a very special guest with us today. Welcome, Vern Gauthier. Hi. Good to be here. If you'd like to be a guest on Postscript when we cover Season 3, send us a short video or audio recording telling us why you love All Creatures Great and Small. You can send your thoughts and recordings to ps at witf.org. Awesome. So, Vern... Thank you for coming today. We really appreciate it. Um, You're a fan of the books, a fan of the shows, and a moderator of a Facebook group. So can you tell us more about your love for all creatures, great and small, how you became a fan, how the group started? Sure, I'd be be happy to do that. Um, I first uh, was exposed to the the show, TV show, I guess late 70s, early 80s. I'm not exactly sure when it was but <laughs> I did watch the episodes and uh, immediately fell in love with that it wasn't until later that I went back and read the books um, and then when this new series started uh, I just really f- fell in love with it again and uh, started to watch the new series and became a really big fan of the new series and then went back and started to reread the books again so i mean that's that's been my it's uh, a cycle yeah yeah, yeah. I, it's sort of something i have forgotten about for a few years and then came back and was like rediscovering something that you loved once and you come back to it and it's like oh yeah this is great i forgot how good this this was yeah um this the current series i really enjoy um what i really like about it is that they have uh, while they use the books as a reference, they will take some some things directly from the books. They'll have other scenes where they take part of it or they combine two or three scenes from different parts in the books. And then they'll just uh, do something where they'll take one line from the book mm-hmm. and create something totally new from it. So <laughs> even though I have seen the series before and have read the books, it keeps it interesting because you're not quite sure where they're going to go. You know, mm-hmm. at any one time. So that, I really like that. Uh, another thing I really appreciate about this series is uh, built around uh, the women characters, especially Helen and Mrs. Hall. Uh, Mrs. Hall in the books really doesn't have much of anything. Uh, yeah. And even Helen is somewhat limited. Um, but in this current series, they really give them their own backstory, uh, their own story. Mm-hmm. And it's just not dependent on the men in the series, uh, you know, they have their, their, their own part to play in this as well. So, uh, and how they develop all the characters and give them their own backstory. So I, I think that's really good. So, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly can't imagine this story without Mrs. Hall. Yeah, Helen. I can't like, either. It just doesn't feel, it, it would feel incomplete to me. She's mm-hmm. so central to the story now. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. She, she is Skeldale House, right? She yeah. is Skeldale <laughs> House. It's she very is true. the house, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So you have a Facebook group. Can you can you share that with well, our listeners? Well, I do not have a Facebook group. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I am a member of the All Creatures Great and Small Fans Worldwide Facebook group. I've only been a member there six, seven, eight months. I've oh, been okay. A, I've been a moderator of that group for about the last four months, I believe. Okay. And uh, we... Uh, we have fans from all over the world. We just passed seven the seven thousand members. Woohoo! Yes. That's a big number. That's, that's yeah. a lot of people. Big group. <laughs> Though there are other Facebook 
groups out there for all creatures great and small that are maybe three times bigger than us. But we like to think we are smaller, but we have more discerning. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> well, I, you've built a community. We exactly. do. A real community. We do. Yeah. We do. So, uh, yeah, and it's a, uh, if anyone is out there who's really into all creatures great and small and you can't get enough of talking about it and dissecting it and wondering about what's going to happen to this character and that character and talking about how the relationships are building, you should really come to All Creatures Great and Small fans worldwide and join us uh, (laughs) because we we do all that kind of stuff all the time. It sounds like there's even some sneak peeks for the American viewers from time to time. There are sneak peek spoilers, yes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So So be careful. Anything that says spoiler and don't want to be spoiled. But yeah, it sounds like a great group. Yeah, so it's, it's really for people who are really into it, yeah. Yeah. We watched this episode together before we recorded. Was there anything that you noticed? I mean, you noticed a lot, but is there anything mm-hmm. that really stood out to you? Well, you know, uh, I just really enjoy the scene that uh, James finally proposes very awkwardly <laughs> to Helen. Very uh, awkwardly. The, the scene in the car. The scene in the car. I was like, yeah, which yeah, one? Yeah. There's right, two. There's technically yeah. two proposals here. Well, the awkward one, the romantic one. It's one yeah. of my favorite scenes is the whole car scene and going up onto the hill because that scene is just so creative. It's basically taken from one line in the book and they create this whole scene around it. I can read that for you if you would like me oh, to. Sure. Oh, yes, yes please do. It. So in the book, this is just after Siegfried has spoken to James about it's time for him to get married. Mm-hmm. And so then James says this. I don't suppose I am the first person to have had his life fundamentally influenced by one of Siegfried's chance outbursts. I thought his opinions ridiculous at the time, but he planted a seed which germinated and flowered almost overnight. There is no doubt he is responsible for the fact that I was the father of a grown-up family while I was still a young man, because when I brought the subject up with Helen, she said yes, she'd like to marry me, and we set our eyes on an early date. She seemed surprised at first. Maybe she had the same opinion of me as Siegfried and expected it would take me a few years to get off the ground. So, <laughs> Which we all thought. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so from that simple line of she was surprised at first, mm-hmm. they build this whole scene of her in the car right. and when mm-hmm. she it twigs on her that James is actually does like, want to marry her and she gives that look of just staring at him. And so the, this whole scene is built around that. Yeah. And I, like, just she's surprised. And then, wow. There's a, mo- a moment of panic, it almost feels like. But she yeah. knows, like, it's what she wants. I think maybe that realization is, like, oh, mm-hmm. she wants it, too. Well, I she mean, earlier in the episode, James it. can't even say, you're my girlfriend. Right. We're dating. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he wants to marry her. Right. When, yeah. so. when he's asking if she wants to have dinner with his yeah. parents. He's fumbling, isn't he, to yeah, try to, even uh, describe, uh, to describe what the you know. conversation is. And then a half an hour later, he's basically saying, marry well, me. Marry well, me. I, I want to marry you. Because <laughs> yeah. you know? Helen, Helen says, well, why don't you just say things? He sa- and he says, it's because you might say no. Yeah. And that's when she understands he really does want mm-hmm. to marry me. And so she's like, oh, my gosh. But he's just afraid. And he's then, afraid to Stop the car. <laughs> I need right. to get out. Stop oh, the I car. I need some air. <laughs> and so that gets us back to the line that um, 
she seemed surprised at first. Yeah, she yeah. was surprised. 20 <laughs> minutes earlier, he couldn't even say what their relationship was. And now she realizes <laughs> he wants to marry her. So then they walk up to the field. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and then for me, what is some of the best writing in the series is when they have the conversation in the field. And James is afraid of Helen saying no. Mm-hmm. And what does she say? She no, says no. no. She never says yes there. Jane, you know, she says, you didn't talk to my father, did you? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. She, you know, James says, you know, I want to marry you. And she says, I'm not, not, I'm not afraid either. And he says, you're not. And she says, yeah. no. no. So she never <laughs> says yes. She says, she no, says no. But her no is a yes. Yes. So what he thought he would hate to hear actually becomes something. The best thing to hear. Best thing to hear. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. That, that, that is just such good writing, I think. It is great it really writing. Is. So can you tell us something that you know or like about All Creatures Great and Small that you'd like our listeners to know? Well, I, I really enjoy the uh, character of Helen. And Helen ends up being James's wife. Now, in real life, Alf White, who is James Harriet, who wrote the books, his wife's name is Joan. And so in the book, okay. it's Helen. But so a, a, a nod is given to Joan. Joan is the name of Mr. Alderson's wife who, mm-hmm. di- who dies. And then Joan becomes the name of the... The, the foal. The, the foal, foal, the yeah. foal that's born. So yes. you know, there's, some, there's something there. That's really nice. And um, Mr. Alderson refers to his wife, Joan, as one in a thousand. Like, right. my wife is one in a thousand. She's amazing. Right. Yeah. So um, Mr. Alderson is speaking for... Alf White, as he yeah. writes that character to say something mm-hmm. about his real life wife, Joan, I think. I oh, think so too. Sweet. It was really yeah. sweet so about that's, that connection. That's yeah. really nice. And uh, Joan also was one of the first women in her area to wear trousers, to wear pants, slacks, however you want to say it. Hmm. And Helen, in this story, she wears a lot she of wears wear, pants, she, yeah. she, she, she wears she, the pants. She wears yeah, the she pants. Wears the the pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe not just literally she wears the pants, right. but figuratively yes. too. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And then if you look at Mrs. Hall, her first name is Audrey. Yes. Right. In the book, uh, Siegfried's wife name is Audrey. So, oh my gosh! So it's it's. I'm so. Hopeful. I think Christina's freaking out over I'm there. I'm so hopeful. <laughs> well, I know Christina was saying <laughs> that she knows. she is a fan of the idea of possibly eventually Ev- yes. marrying yes. the two. I've talked off. about it. I want them to be together. Uh, I'm, it, I'm conflicted now because I love Diana and I love, love Dorothy and Mr. I love Hammond's Dorothy. in here too. And like, I'm game for Dorothy. But you know, I love a love triangle. You know, <laughs> Or the, like a square pentagon, <laughs> or whatever. I mean, in the Facebook group, this plays itself out. There are people who want Dorothy. There are people who want Audrey. Diana. There's people who want Diana. Yeah. You know? Oh my so, gosh! So everybody that's awesome. has their uh, Siegfried love interest that they're rooting for to turn out, and we'll just have to wait and see. But that's so cool. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today, Vern. It's great to be here. The time was way too short. I could talk about All Creatures Great and Small all day. I think we could, too. I think we could, too. You know so much about it. I I really appreciate this opportunity to to come and, and 
this is what we do in uh, our Facebook group all the time, except we can't really talk to each other directly. So this was really great. I've enjoyed this it. This is really awesome. fun. Awesome. Good. We love talking to you about this episode and learning more about your love of the series and your Facebook group. So if anybody's interested, any of our listeners, remember the Facebook group is called All Creatures, Great and Small, Fans Worldwide. Yep. And so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll take a closer look at Home Truths. Support for All Creatures Great and Small on Masterpiece is made possible locally by WITF members and by Pleasant View Communities, UPMC, Murray, and Argiers Marathi Neurosurgical Associates of Lancaster. All right, we're back and ready to break down this episode with you. Beth, are you ready? Yes, I am, and I hope our listeners are too. You ready for the summary? Yes, let's do it. The one-sentence summary. The one-sentence summary. <laughs> so overall, James proves to his parents that he belongs in Derby. Yeah. Yes, you do. He demonstrates it. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Tristan finally understands the passion of being a vet. I know. It was so sweet to see it all click into place for him. It does. It mm. does. I love Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> I honestly uh, was annoyed by him in the first season, but he's growing on me. Like, I really do love Tristan. Yeah, he's got a good heart. He's They're doing a really good job at uh, developing his character. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so um, let's start off by talking about Tristan and Mrs. Donovan and that whole storyline. Right. All right. So Because tragedy strikes immediately. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, crying. Um, so we open up and we see Mrs. Donovan trying to, like sell her dog and cat shampoos yeah and actually i don't know if you clocked it she was holding one bottle and it was like clear and then the next bottle was like greenish i, I did not really notice weird. it was that. different color so it's yeah. continuity area there but that's okay she, she had a whole sucked. basket yeah exactly she had a whole basket <laughs> picking up whatever um but her dog rex gets off the leash and he runs after a stray dog and then he doesn't see the car coming right. and then he gets hit and then i cried right because he's just a baby because he's just a baby. And like, so. And the whimpering. I can't do the whimpering. It's real early, but do you want me to do my closer look now? Because my closer look is oh. about dog safety. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Start so, us off. So, one, please leash your dogs. I just want to lead with that. Mm-hmm. Dogs are just babies, mm-hmm. they don't understand. And they're unpredictable. No right. matter how much like, you train them, they're unpredictable. There's a squirrel, they're distracted, they want to chase it. It can happen. That's what dogs do. So um, I found this list of dog safety tips from VCA Animal Hospitals. And so it's extensive. Oh, wow. It goes beyond leashing. Um, You are actually supposed to have your dog, like, checked over before you do any sort of exercise program to find out, like, how long they can walk. What? Well, because, like... When our dog injured, like Cece thinks she's an acrobat and she's not, and she injured her back leg. Okay. Like it was just sore, thankfully. And um, they told us like no long walks because her joints are achy. Oh. So yeah, you're actually supposed to like puppies, they're growing so fast that they might not be able to exercise as long, whereas older dogs might have joint issues. So you're actually supposed to get them checked over just like oh, we are. Gosh. You're supposed to get a physical before you exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know that. <laughs> That's crazy. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, in addition to leashing your dog, please leash your dog. Uh, Make sure that they know basic commands like stop, sit, stay, come back. Like that's important. My dogs don't normally listen, which is why we always leash our dogs. We always (laughs) leash our dogs. Um, So you want to make sure the leash is sturdy. And retractable leashes are actually not that safe for dogs. (gasps) I learned this from a vet tech. I have them. Because you... Yeah, we do too. I have them. Because... 
it's harder to stop them if they take after something. True. Because there's so much space. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And we usually pull them close when we see a car coming. Same. But if you can't, if you can't see ahead or you're in an unpredictable place, having one that's not retractable that's short is actually much better. That's what we were when we trained our um, cookie. She w- we were only allowed to train her with that leash. She couldn't bring with, a retractable with like a oh, six with foot the, leash. Okay, yeah, ours are all six foot leashes mm-hmm. too. And we have the retractable. But now that we have three, we don't use them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you're outside, if it's very hot or very cold, you got to make sure that their feet are protected because if it's too hot, it can actually burn their little toe beans. Oh. So they do make boots. I can't imagine trying to get a boot on a dog. Oh my gosh, I did <laughs> get boots on boots? my dogs. <laughs> It's the funniest thing. They're like prancing around and I don't have them anymore because if it's too cold, Cookie goes out, pees and walks right back in. She doesn't do it. But Jake will like just lay out in the rain. Like like sad boy scenes from a couple episodes ago. He just sits out there in the rain. He loves being outside. He does. Cece loves being in the sun. Oh, yeah, but Cookie will overheat so quickly. Yeah, Cookie so will just lay there and bake her. in the sun. And I'm like, yeah. oh, are you cooking? <laughs> and also, check their little toe beans after your walk. Oh. For cuts or scrapes or bruises. Just make sure they didn't step on any, like, errant glass pieces. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's, I won't read all of them, but those are basically the, the like, walk ones. Like, okay. make sure that you're, they're on a leash that you check their toe beans. Also, check them for fleas and ticks if you have the yeah. time. But, you know, getting a dog to stay still while you do that is impossible. But mostly, mm-hmm. please leash your dogs yes. so that your dogs do not meet the same fate as Rex. Okay. That's, exactly. That's my soapbox. <laughs> no, I love it. I love the closer look. I think I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners did too. <laughs> I learned a lot too. So thank you. So Tristan comes and he runs to the rescue of Rex, picks him up mm-hmm. in his jacket and brings him back to Skeldale. And says, Siegfried, uh, he was hit, hit by, by a car. car, and Mrs. Donovan's running in after him, like, no, no, no. What like, are you she doing to my dog? Yeah, yeah she doesn't like, trust that. She does not. I mm-hmm. wonder what happened, yeah, but she know. does not trust them. So they are in there. Siegfried checks him over, and he hemorrhages and unfortunately passes right. away and dies. They so, don't even have a chance to chloroform him. It's very sad. It is very sad. I was tearing up a lot. It was very, very sad. And Mrs. Donovan, uh, she doesn't believe it at first. And then you just see this realization wash over her face. She's a great actress. Whoever plays Mrs. Donovan, she did it really, really well. Yeah. Because she's eccentric, but she clearly loves this dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, so Tristan goes, he uh, talks to Mrs. Donovan about how he's going to, t- like, he'll go with her, take Rex back, you know, unless she wants to keep him there. She wants to take him home. Right. So he goes and offers to take him home. But Siegfried's like right behind the door right, listening watching. in because Tristan is, he's a people person. Right. Like, he's interacting really well in this, like, moment of grief. Exactly. And uh, he's it, handling it very well. It, he he reminds me a lot of my fiance, Matt, in that yeah. moment, like um, sitting in the dark times without offering any solutions or anything, just being there. Yeah. And reminiscing like she kind of talks about her dog and he just listened. It was really mm-hmm. sweet. Like you see a lot of Tristan, actually the mature Tristan. Yeah, coming out. he was he was as uh, sick for, uh, treating the people like yeah. he was treating. The yeah, people and he and realizes that, that later it's, too. And later on. <laughs> yeah. When he's walking down, we see the stray dog um, outside, you yeah. know, and he that talks looks to like her a about... possum. The dog yes. looks like a possum at one point. <laughs> the dog's cute and scruffy. It is really. <laughs> um, and, she, you know, he mentions, like, maybe you should get another. And she's like, no, because you can't just get another. Right. Like, they're their not family. Just, what did she say? Trinkets. They're not trinkets. Exactly. To replace. Yeah. Exactly. And so go back to the boat. 
And he drops off the dog. And then later on in the episode, we see him get an idea. He puts mm-hmm. a rope around his neck and then he runs off from Scaledale House. Right. And he goes and gets the stray dog. Right. And tricks her into taking him. But she's on to him, too. She was. She knows right away. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's like, oh, man, we're going to have to put down this stray, you know? And she's yeah. like, I'll just take him. And then later no, you on. you him with me. Yeah. Later on, we find out that, you know, she did know the whole time. And, and Siegfried looks really proud of him. Right. Because he, he kind of figured out this way to help the dog. And help Mrs. Donovan with her grief. Exactly. Yeah, it was really that was a really nice moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was it was really nice. I appreciated that. So thank you, Tristan. Yes, <laughs> such so, so a like he really grew a lot in this episode, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that Siegfried's finally realizing that Tristan has a strength that he lacks. Yes, and so he's starting to see his role. I mean, you could see that he was starting to see his role in the practice at the cricket game, yes. but now he's witnessing it, and yeah. And and he says he wants to go back and retake his exams. Yeah, for them. just just one exam. It's just, just one oh, yeah. exam. Sorry. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be too bad. But Siegfried, give me some money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need to give me more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's go to James and Helen. Right. Oh my gosh, this, this whole, whole episode. episode. James and Helen. Where where to even start? Uh, we start at with the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Right. There we go. Start at uh, Skeldale House. And James is talking to Siegfried, and Siegfried goes and says, why don't you just marry Helen? And just that's, her already. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's like his big role in the whole show, I think. Yeah, we don't see much of him other than that. Essentially, the only real action he takes is exactly. to set off this chain reaction. Exactly. And um, <laughs> so he talks to him about marrying her, going down the hallway. James is following him and talking to him. Tristan and Like trying Mrs. to talk Paul him out there. of this like crazy idea. Yeah. Tristan's listening in and mentioning his cute little side things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What does he say at the one point? Um, I wouldn't mind waking up to Helen. Sorry, that's inappropriate. Yes. But it's true. I know. <laughs> That's like totally something I would say, too, in that exact moment. 100%. So then James arrives at the Alderson farm, and Helen gives him a hug and notices a little smell. <laughs> but that it's not funny. a bad smell. Not bad. She's like, it's just not. Um, she's like, sniff, sniff, must be yeah. pollen. Yeah, it's just a little pollen in the air. Yep. I love it. <laughs> And then she playfully like walks away from him, smiling and laughing. Right, because we don't normally see. Earlier in the episode, yeah, it's established that he used Mrs. Hall's bath salts. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And then he just checks in on the horse, uh, Candy. Candy, yep. To check in on her pregnancy. She's very pregnant. And Mm -hmm. asks Helen to go back with him to the Dalby's. Yeah. So she has to finish up some things at the farm, and then they're on their way and... Helen's all nice and dressed in that cute little dress. Right. She looks very nice. She does. I kind of want that dress. I really need to go shopping. The red one. Right? No, the, oh, no, no, no. You're right. The polka, the polka dot, dot one. one. Yes. The red I one's lo- later. With the red belt. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that. We need to shop for that. <laughs> that's the dress. Like, Somebody send us the link. We need it. <laughs> but, so then they're in the car, and this car conversation is key. Right. This right? is very key. Very important. So James uh, asks about Helen's parents' story. Right, like how how old they were when they got married. Yep. And he never thought about how, like, what happened to his parents. Right, which, come on, James. I know. And she's just <laughs> like, well, you're not the romantic type. And James is like, what? She's like, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, he's like, I've ended. I can't be romantic. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I just, you know, you're not like 
the grand gestures. Exactly. Exactly. And she likes that about him. Yeah. And then he starts to spiral. Yeah. And he talks about Siegfried's comment and he says. He gavels on. Yeah. He keeps gaveling. (laughs) And he says, like, she goes, what did you say to Siegfried's comment? And he goes, I laughed. Uh, And she looks, she looks a little bit angry, actually. She's like, what kind of response is that? I know. She's like, Uh oh, well, I guess you just laughed. So that means you don't want to marry me. Right. You know what I mean? So then there's a little um, tiff. He talks about how he's just worried that she's going to say no. Right. Exactly. And then uh-huh. they go off into the field. Right. She well, she kind, of, she kind of freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's going like back and forth on, you know, where is this guy at? Like, right. first he's laughing about the idea, but then he's worried that he's going to say no. no. So, and wow, she, does he actually really want to marry me? Do right. I want to marry him? Stop the car. All of this is happening in the span of like 30 seconds. I know. And it's all on her face. Yeah, it is. Wonderful acting. She's yeah. amazing. So she gets out of the car. They're in this beautiful field because the dales are gorgeous. And <laughs> right. I love them There's so no much. There's no ugly part of the dales. <laughs> there is not. I would like to see one. But yeah, I don't like think we will. some crummy alley. <laughs> I know. Give us that. But no, it's beautiful. And then they're talking and essentially they get engaged. Yeah. Uh, but one snag. One snag. He didn't ask her dad. Exactly. And somehow, for some reason, this is important to her. She's not a traditional lady. Like, nothing about her is traditional. But that is apparently very important to her, which props. That's that's great. (laughs) Exactly. And then... To end that scene, she goes and smells him and goes, why do you smell that way? It is you. It's not the pollen in the air. I think she knew it was him to begin with. I believe so But now so she's well. just like, why do you smell so strongly? And yeah, he admits. Exactly. He ran out of bath salts. <laughs> Poor guy. But he smells good, so that's good. Right. He exactly. smells like Mrs. Hall, but that's, you know, preferable to stinking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk more about James and Helen. All right. Support for all creatures, great and small, on Masterpiece is made possible locally by WITF members and by Pleasant View Communities, UPMC, Murray, and Argiers Marathi Neurosurgical Associates of Lancaster. Welcome back. Are you ready to hear more about James and Helen? I am. Okay, we're getting to the good stuff. I know. <laughs> so we're at the Alderson Farm. Yes. Getting down to it. James is getting a pep talk from Helen. Right. <laughs> She's like, don't gabble. Look him straight in the eye and ask him. He's like, I don't gabble on. When do I gabble on? Maybe when I'm really nervous, I sometimes gabble on. Oh. <laughs> she just looks at him like, come on, man. You're doing it right now. <laughs> and I feel I feel for James because I have a habit of filling silences as well. Do you gabble? I do gabble. You gabble. I know. I, I will sit there and just be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends. But I don't know. <laughs> You're a gabbler. I'm a gabbler. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that word, too. I might use it in regular speaking now. Yeah. Gabble is exactly what you do. Yeah. (laughs) So um, Mr. Alderson is running to the car, looking anxious, scared, worried. Something's wrong. Right. Not what James was hoping the situation to be when he goes to ask for his daughter's hand in marriage. He did not want to walk into uh, an extra stressful Exactly. But um, here we are. Situation. So that we come to find out that Candy, which is Helen and Jenny's mom's horse. Right. You know, she's in distress. She's laying on the ground and, you know, moaning the labor and stuff. is not going as planned. Exactly. So a little more 
graphic details again <laughs> yep. with this. James takes off his jacket and has to go in yep, um, shoulder deep, shoulder deep again. And <laughs> he finds that the uterus is twisted. Yes. I can't imagine the absolute pain. That would, yeah, that would be just, just be horrible. No, like, oh my gosh, please, geez. So then um, he explains it to Jenny, which was a really good explanation, especially because she's into farm animals and right. vet, you know. She, yeah, I mean, they kind of gave her a, a vet book earlier in season one. So yes. like she may have a future in vet care. Exactly. Honestly, so. Maybe, we don't know. So he's teaching her. It's cute. Exactly. It was a really cute teaching moment. She runs up and calls Siegfried. Mm-hmm. And Tristan's reading a book. Yes. <laughs> oh, and shoot. I, I wrote it down. And now I can't remember. Biggles Goes to War. Mr. Biggles Goes to War, yes. I think is the book. Exactly. So he's reading that. And um, Mrs. Hall is listening to the radio. We're leading up to, you know, we're listening. We're hearing about more of the war and what's going on. We're leading up to that. She um, looks worried. She looks very worried. Yeah. Exactly. We do cut to a scene where Mrs. Hall goes on a walk. Right. And brings with Jess Gerald. with Gerald Hammond. And they finally, kind of, finally, <laughs> cheese. My note there was that Jess seems a little much like she wants to play with the other dog. And maybe that's not she's not in scenes with other dogs. Oh, because <laughs> she seems <laughs> oh like my God, very excited. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's it. <laughs> so we find out a lot about both their backgrounds in the war around the war. Yeah, you we know, do. Her husband was in the war and he came back with no scratches, but, right. you know, he had PTSD. Yes. They called it shell shock, shell shock. Uh, from World War Two, But that would explain in season one why um, he's referred to as a brute. Yeah. Nobody knew how to treat PTSD at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, even now it's hard to treat. So it kind of gave context as to why she didn't give up on him. Maybe why she exactly has this thing for hopeless causes. Like she didn't want Maybe. to give up because he was good. Yeah. And then he came back broken. Yeah, because he so, was good to her. Yeah, he was an excellent husband before the war. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was a nice little uh, side note into her. Yeah, but character. then she's worried that her Edward is going to have to go to war and all this stuff with everything going I'm on. Experience that too, and yeah. him have to go through the experience. Mm-hmm. She's very yeah. worried about that. So then we go back to the Aldersons. Yes, Siegfried and Tristan show up, and Tristan in all his glory. The Calvary's here. <laughs> the Calvary's <laughs> like what a goofball. But yep, he's. They're there. He brings light to everything. He really does. (laughs) So um, with the twisting of the uterus, you know, James says he's going to grab the hooves and then they're going to flip the horse. Right. While while he's holding the hooves. While he's holding the hooves to make the uterus untwist. Right. And then she gives birth. Right. And if this is their last ditch effort because it's too late to do a C-section. It is. So she gives birth, birth to new life. Thank and goodness. Name, name the little baby uh, full Joan yep. after their mother. Yeah, there were a lot of levels to this uh, cow birth, uh, yeah, cow birth, horse birth that yes. uh, were very stressful to me because Candy is their mom's horse. And so oh if they gosh. lose the mom and the baby, they will have lost everything their mother has basically left them. Exactly. Whew. That was a lot. Oh yeah, and everything was riding on James. Like you can if if you <laughs> lose this horse, you can't hands. ask you can't ask for marriage. Like you're no, that never would be gonna marry Helen. The inappropriate time to ask, at least. Exactly. Yeah. But he saves he saves the horse, saves the baby, everybody's happy, and he looks and he takes Helen's advice yep. and he looks him right in the eye and says, I wanna marry your daughter. Yep. And he goes, Right. 
let's go up to the house. <laughs> right. Let's have a drink or two or, or three. three. Maybe four. Or four. I don't, I don't know how many they We're had. just going to keep throwing there them There were back. definitely three. <laughs> At least three. We do know about that. Right. Yeah. So that was really nice. And then when they wake up in the morning, you know, Jenny's taking care of everything. Oh, yeah. She is in charge. She said, we don't need you here, Helen. Like, exactly. go live your life. Be happy. Exactly. She's really <laughs> showing Helen, like, we can do this. Without you. We've got it from here. Yeah. Like, you have permission to go off and do things that you want to do. We yeah. got it. It was really nice. I, yeah. I love their their developing relationship as sisters versus, like, mother. Yeah. Mother-sister thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how dynamic yeah it's yeah. a strange dynamic um so now we have james's parents come into town they arrive by bus and she's like oh wow it's really pretty here but you know you're gonna come home yeah and that's what's gonna happen <laughs> his mother is fully aware that he's coming home exactly that's what and she knows has, she has no idea that he's even dating anybody no four I or know. five months and he, he has really never said anything really did her dirty yeah like he didn't that even is just not cool to do to your mother <laughs> exactly because she's like you'll never get a wife if you're out all night <laughs> yeah and and that would have been a perfect moment to be like well i was at I'm my girlfriend's house <laughs> <laughs> sorry by the way <laughs> yeah right so he goes and picks up helen and then his parents are in like the living room waiting area and Siegfried <laughs> is like awkwardly standing yeah, over them he's just like standing and like lording all over all of them nobody is saying a word like not even no, tristan which I, I mean tristan's good with people but i guess he really doesn't know james's parents and yeah. he probably knows that they know nothing yeah so maybe he's just like i can't say anything <laughs> this one instance so then Siegfried goes let's get a drink and it looks like his dad's so excited to get up We're and like, get a oh drink gosh, please, and she's yes. like we don't drink <laughs> and tristan he looks said, as disappointed as james's dad i does. know and then they both just sit down oh right yeah and Siegfried's like yeah we don't either no. you know we don't a special occasions exactly <laughs> we just don't we don't so he gets helen and picks her up and then he says what's that on your shirt and mind you she's dressed all in red yep she's dressed all in red and yeah. she had just been holding a chicken so there's probably something on her shirt probably <laughs> she goes what's on your shirt she turns around and he slyly romanticizes right. her gets down on one knee and <laughs> says will you marry me and it was great yeah uh, so i cried at this moment because Aww. i realized that her dad was witnessing another memory happening on the farm. Remember when she pointed oh, out yeah. all the memories from the roof? Oh, I lost it. I can't do father-daughter things. Like, I just lose yeah. my mind every time. Anyway. Oh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gorgeous. She finds out it's her mom's ring. So, like, yeah. she really has her dad's blessing. Yeah. You know, she's she got does. her mom's ring. And and he knows that it's her decision to make. I thought yes. that was really sweet when he asked permission. He's like, you don't need my permission. She'll do hers. what she wants. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I say. She's going to do it anyway. I just love Helen's mm -hmm. dad so And he much. gives her, like, a nod. <laughs> it was really sweet. Yeah. So they go and... They meet they his go parents. Back, they go back to Skeldale. And we that's when his mom drops the bomb to right. Siegfried that, like, he's going to accept another job. He's really going to miss it here. And or she, no, that he he's going to miss him. Oh, like, yeah, Siegfried yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to miss James. Exactly. And Siegfried's like, oh, what? what? So cast out of the bag. Right. And so James walks in. And the first thing mom says is he's going to he's going to miss you when you're gone. Right. And then James is like, oh, oh, no. oh darn it. <laughs> and um, 
then she goes, who's this? And looks Helen up, up and, and down. down. Yeah. Well, this is Helen and she's my fiance. Hi, you've never heard of her and I've never <laughs> talked about her. And I was just here five months ago and I didn't, I wasn't even dating anybody. Right. But like, here I am engaged. That is just the rudest thing you could possibly do to a mother. Yeah. I mean, even his dad looks shocked. Oh, his, dad and his was dad's like, oh. like real chill. Uh-huh. I mean, his dad's real chill Because his dad, I think, brought up to him, do you know any, like, is there anybody back home? Well, he you said, I, mean? I thought Someone you were building, I know, he said, I thought you were building a life in Darabee. Yeah. Yeah. So he does allude to, his dad seems more open to the fact that he might not come back to Glasgow. Exactly. From the start. Exactly. And so Mrs. Hall says, can you come help me to Tristan? Right. And Tristan's <laughs> face is 100% something I would do. <laughs> he like shakes his head. No, 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 no. Like, I very want to stay. No, his, his, his mouth is just pressed together in this mm-hmm. like grin. Yeah. He's like, it's this amazing. is getting good. I don't want to miss out. I it to look at his face Did a second you? time. <laughs> like, this is amazing. That's great. So they go off into the dining area, which they can still hear everything. Right. Anyway. James sits down and, you know, he stands up for himself. He tells his parents the truth, finally, yeah, after ignoring the conflict the entire time. Right? Right. And Says that he's not moving home. Yeah. That and he's he, not. He's staying with staying here, but not just for Helen, but because he loves the work he does. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Helen sticks up for him. Yeah. As she always does. She's so good at it. She is so good. <laughs> I love her. And she says, you know, he's made an impact here. He saved the cow's farm twice because earlier in the episode... He shows his parents what he does right, for work. Right, he takes them to the Dalbys. Yeah, he shows I love them that. what he does. I love showing my parents where I work. Yeah. Like, I can't wait for them to come <laughs> visit and see where I work and, like, come to our events and see my projects that I work on. I love showing like, that Like, look off. what I do. I know, exactly. <laughs> so I, I feel him in that, yeah. a, a kinship with James. I yeah. love that word. Um, so he, he takes them out, and then he saves the farm by saying, you know, they're just copper deficient. You just have to do this. Right. And he's really confident. Oh, yeah. And a that little smug bit. look on your face <laughs> yeah, that, that smug Dolby says. Tells me you know how to fix this. I know. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so he goes and uh, tells the truth to his parents and opens up to them, and his mother has to accept it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So then yeah. the next day... His parents are leaving and he's seeing them off on the bus. And I don't know if you noticed and clocked the lady in the back holding a goose. Mother goose. <laughs> no, I don't I know. She just has that. a goose on a bus. She has a. Oh, so she's on the bus and she's holding she's a goose. She's on a bus and she's holding okay. a goose. Okay. I did not see that. Not sure why. I was kind too, of curious. Too focused on his mother's reaction, which is just to immediately sob as it pulls away. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And, and the hug. She the, oh, the hug the she doesn't give hug. Helen as Helen gives yeah, her a hug. Yeah, she just kind of stands there with her arms down. Yeah, it's yeah. very much like you took okay. my son away. I understand. I get it. I don't, I don't like want it. it. <laughs> but maybe you'll give me grandkids. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, and then they're at the Drover's Pub, and we see um, them all kind of chit-chatting. Right. They do a cheers for the engagement. Cheers to Chamberlain for yeah, signing the agreement. Yeah, because he's averted war, which is when you're in it, you're, you're in trusting it. it. Exactly. And uh, Tristan mentions that he's going back to college. 
And cheers to the newly engaged couple and Tristan with the smart little remark that he always says, <laughs> do you think you'll be able to go through it this time? <laughs> and and then, she punches him. And she punches him because. Which is well deserved. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's that it's that like brotherly, sisterly love. It's it's really cute. The whole family dynamic yeah. they have going on. Yeah. I, I mean, Helen it. feels like she fits right in, too, with oh, the yeah. Scaledale house. Exactly. So that's yeah. It's really nice to see all this. Couple yeah. circle. This is essentially the finale before the Christmas episode. Exactly. So they wrap it up with a nice little bow, and yeah, I think, I think we're gonna see World War II in the next season. While I know yeah. we are, um, so I'm a little bit, a little bit worried it's gonna get a little heavy. But yeah, I agree. We'll with see you. how it goes. But hopefully, there's a wedding that's being planned. Yeah, hopefully. So that I lightens mean, things up. Everybody we, loves a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> wedding, wedding drinks w- all around. Like. <laughs> weddings <laughs> there will be some happiness i'm sure that the whole season is not going to be super heavy sadness but i'm yeah, sure a i lot think we're going to be, be yeah. talking about world war ii a lot and mm-hmm. it's still relatable content because you know there's still wars happening so exactly yeah all right everyone thanks for listening to postscript from witf we love watching along with you episode to episode and if you have moments you love or wonder about share your afterthoughts with us at postscript at witf.org This podcast was produced by Ali Amaros for WITF. I'm Beth Capello. And I'm Christina Zeiters. We'll see you next time. Bye. We'd like to thank Pleasant View Communities, UPMC, Murray, Argiers Marathi Neurosurgical Associates of Lancaster, and WITF members for supporting all creatures great and small on WITF. Thank you.